0: Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this wonderful and fabulous Monday morning. Monday, Monday, Monday. I'm sure everybody's just so super excited to, uh, see the weekend end and Monday start. So, and, uh, I don't know about you, but, uh, Mondays is just, uh, you know, I wish to, I wish we were off, uh, Monday through Friday and just only had to work, um, two days a week and get paid the same amount. That wouldn't be bad, would it? So, But uh, unfortunately, it don't work that way. You know, they just some days, just uh, putting your underwear on after getting out of the shower is a struggle, you know. <laughs> and, uh, I don't know about you all, but uh, it seems like the older I get, uh, the, those um, those little things are, are hard to accomplish. So. <laughs> In other words, you can't get your foot through your daggone underwear and trip and fall, so... Uh, Par for the course, I guess, but who uh, do <laughs> we have this morning? Feel free to quote me if you want. Uh, we got Amy Oaks Turner, Ms. Jennifer Honeycutt, we got Karen Smith, and Terry Hutchinson that I can see. I, I say there's more than that watching, but i that's all the ones I can see right now. But uh, but I hope everybody is uh, doing well, and let's start this day off right. Let's go ahead, and if we are able, let us stand. Let's do our Pledge of Allegiance here. Hold on, here we go. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. I, you, I uh, don't know about you guys, but I love saying that pledge, whoops, and everything, saying that pledge every morning, and uh, I still don't, uh, I don't get the, the push for socialism. I really don't. I don't... I don't get the mindset. Uh, You know, it is uh, nowhere in our history, uh, or the history of the world, rather, that socialism has ever ever worked, ever worked. Uh, In fact, I don't know if you all know this or not. You may. uh, I'm not going to try to talk to you like you're stupid or nothing. I'm not mansplaining. But, uh, you know, some of the earliest settlers in our uh, nation's history, uh, there was a town they set up. uh, I can't remember the name of it. But they that's what they tried to do. Was more or less a socialist attitude. Everybody gets paid the same, everybody gets rewarded the same, uh and uh, uh you know, you don't have to pay any taxes and and uh and what happened was only a handful of people was only just a few was doing all the work. People thought, well if I'm gonna get get all the same benefits, why do I need to do anything? And they died out. You know, uh you you look at places uh like Venezuela and other places was, you know, booming until socialism took over and it just, uh, it collapsed. You look at Germany. I mean, there was a time when you had to take a wheelbarrow full of money to buy a loaf of bread, and that's exactly where we're headed. Everybody's getting all giddy about these, uh, the stimulus payment stuff. You can't just print money with nothing to back it. You, I mean, you can't, if that's the case, we all have a, copy machine at home, just copy off as many dollars as we want and go out and spend it. You have to have, so we have the gold standard and why we have these things to, to back up our currency and if you don't have that the economy is going to collapse and that's what they want. They're globalists, they want to collapse the economy, they want a a, a, a a one world government and they they want to do that. So guys I'm telling you, we're living in the end times and I, you know, and I tell you what I'm sick of is the fascism that goes along with the socialism, this cancel culture Trust what that is. It's pure fascism. I'm so sick of this cancel culture. I don't know what in the world these people, how do you have that much time to sit around and find something to be offended about? And what I'm getting at here is that, good uh, morning, Angel Dixon, is the fact that uh, Disney World, or yeah, I think it's Disney World or Land, Disney, I don't know, One, both parks, I don't know, one park anyway, they have a, a, a Snow White ride. And some woman said that it was offensive because Prince Charming kissed Snow White while she was sleeping without her consent. <laughs> Are you kidding me? The woman was poisoned and the story goes the woman was poisoned and he saved her life. True love saved her life. But said so that's an old school way that the men should be treating that way. <laughs> It is it is it's comical, people. I mean, who has that much time to sit around and sit there and say, "Well, that's offensive." He, yeah. If 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 a woman was simply sleeping, and uh, you walked up on her and laid one on her, yeah, you deserve to probably get punched and hit. This is a fairy tale about true love. The girl was dying. He saved her life by a kiss. Hey, if I'm dying. Ladies, feel free to kiss me if that will bring me back to life, all right? I'm sure my wife wouldn't be too upset if that's what was going to save my life, (laughs) but hopefully, uh, it would be my wife who done the kissing, and (laughs) and then true love would awaken me. You know what I mean, guys? It's just, it's insanity, man. These people have lost their ever-loving minds. Uh, You know, it's just, you, you can't, I mean, it's just crazy. You know, when I was growing up, if I didn't like something, or if I didn't like somebody, you know what I was told? Get over it. (laughs) <laughs> that's what i was taught growing up get over it it's not about you or it's you know you, you know you don't need to take everything so personally that's what i was taught growing up i don't know what in the world these other people were growing up i like what this man on facebook said you never uh never had a belt or a switch or a flip-flop to your backside and it shows I mean, and it definitely shows i tell you people it's just when i saw that this morning that somebody had a, a hissy fit over snow white i thought this is this, it's gone insane it's absolutely gone insane I don't know, guys. I don't know. It just, uh, uh, the world's spinning out of control, I tell you. Well, let's look at our verse this morning. Ephesians 3, 19, And to know the love of Christ, which passes knowledge, that ye might be filled with all the fullness of God. Man, praise the Lord for this great verse, uh, this morning. You know, we're looking at God's grace and, uh, how wonderful, uh, it is that he gives that grace and that mercy upon us. And, uh, when we are full of God's grace, we need to give that liberally, liberally, liberally. <laughs> yeah, here in a second. It's still early. My, the, the mouth is not wanting to work properly. Uh, liberally, <laughs> still can't say it. was uh, like my wife, she can't say crayon. She calls them crowns. I get so tickled. Anyway, uh, God gives, bestows us on that wonderful grace, you know. And uh, praise God for His grace, His mercy, His love, uh, what He does for us uh, each and every day. And we need to display that and, and share that with other people. Case in point, you know, we read, of course, out Ephesians three nineteen. We're going to look at Ephesians four thirty two here, uh, and it says, uh, "Be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another as God and Christ forgave you." You know, you can look at the, um, and of course, Peter asked Jesus. He said, how many times should we forgive? He said, 70 times 7. In other words, odd infinitum. There, there's no uh, uh, cap on how many times you forgive somebody. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's you know, eternal. You you keep forgiving people because Christ himself forgave, forgives us. I mean, God forgives us each and every day. I mean, we're sinning constantly. I mean, you know, it's, it's you know, constantly thoughts that were in our head or things we act on, things we say, you know, uh, you know like a... You know, Somebody pulls that in front of you and something comes out of your mouth or you're letting them know with your hand uh, their IQ level <laughs> before you realize what you've done. Like, oh, Lord, forgive me. I should have said that or done it. God forgives us, you know. And we can look no further than the parable of the wicked servant. Because, um morning, uh, Patricia. Uh when we look at the wicked servant, uh, you know, he goes before the, the king. You know, he owes... Uh, really, probably like million dollars of debt. About uh, what he and the, and the king forgives him, then he goes. Then that servant goes out into the street, and he sees a guy that owes him like twenty bucks, and uh, he's like, "I want my money now!" And he's grabbing him by the by the the and shaking him and saying, "I want my money now!" Well, the king's guards uh, saw him, and he was like, uh, "You bring him back in here," and he said, "Look, I forgave you for all this. You couldn't forgive him for such a small amount." Throw him in the dungeon. And that's exactly what he did. And so, you know, there is, um, and of course some people try to say that these perils are simply stories. I believe that Jesus, these are not just stories, that these are things that really happened that Jesus was expounding on. So those around them can understand uh, uh, the full uh, aspect of what he's trying to say. But, you know, that's just it. You know, we expect to be forgiven of our multitude of sins uh, that we are going through. Yet we don't we want to withhold forgiveness to those around us. And guys, trust me, I know probably better than most uh, how hard it is to get rid of bitterness, to uh, have forgiveness. Now, I want to say this. And you may or may not disagree, but uh, my grandmother's Japanese. And I think that uh, culturally, uh, that uh, and this is no excuse, but I think that it is. Uh, uh, I think that culture, uh, their mindset, uh, they can be very hardened, and they can. Uh, it's, it's very easy for them to to cling to unforgive, cling to unforgiveness and, and bitterness. Now, I don't say my grandmother's uh, like that at all. Uh, I'm not saying that she is, or I'm not saying that she isn't. I'm not trying to put her down anyway so don't any family members watching i'm putting her down i'm just talking about the culture in general and but i think genetically as a as a result i think that it's i'm predisposed to easily maybe more i just feel like maybe maybe more than some to have that kind of mindset uh, you know the linear thinking in regards to how those who treat us maybe it's just the Southern culture, you know, it may not necessarily be a Japanese thing. It may be the Southern culture, but when somebody crosses me and does something that hurts, you know, whether it's hurting me personally, talks trash about my dad or the church or family members, you know, I'm, I'm ready to, to go after them. And then I don't want nothing to do with them. That's easy. See, that's easy for me to do, but see, that's why narrow is the way and broad is the path that leads to destruction. That's why I have to pray big time to overcome those feelings of bitterness and unforgiveness. And it's not easy because, you know, I have to force myself. There's people out there that I just, I'll be honest with you, I don't like. But I make myself pray for them. I don't want... A, a heart of, of that's full of unforgiveness. I want a heart that's full of forgiveness. It's like we've read here in four thirty-two, to be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another as God in Christ forgave you. I want to have that same forgiveness in my heart as God has given me. I don't want to get to heaven and and, and stand before God, and you know, and asking why I was uh, having that unforgiving heart. It is hard to do, guys. I understand. Like I said, probably more than most. And I have to really work overtime to put away that bitterness and put away that unforgiving heart. In fact, I even tried to, and like I said, I'm not saying this to the rose on my shoulder or act like super Christian, my no of imagination, but I've really tried to go the extra mile and even try to reconcile with people that I had problems with. And by the grace of God, so far, every person that I've approached and said, hey, listen, I want to work this out, I want to uh, work on this uh, uh, this, this friendship that has been severed and, and fixed this. And if I was in the wrong, then I won't say, hey, I want to be the first to apologize. And by the grace of God, every person I've approached has been receptive and it's been well received. And uh, we have really been able to reconcile some some uh, wonderful friendships as a result. And I praise God for that. And with that said, and of course, I've said this before, too. Now, you you know, when it, people uh, struggle with that, because if they grew up in an abusive home or a sexually abusive home, uh, you know, uh, how do you find forgiveness for a parent or step parent or a neighbor, somebody that, that hurt you as a child? Uh, you know, unless they change, these people going to rot in hell. I'll be honest with you. Unless they give their lives over to the Lord, they're going to rot in hell, and um, uh, so they're going to get there one way or the other. But here's the thing: when you have forgiveness in your heart for somebody who has mistreated you and abused you. Uh, and you were defenseless uh, to do anything about it, you're not forgiving the act. The act that happened to you was atrocious and wrong, and God hated that, and God did not approve of that in any way, shape, form, or fashion. That was the result because we live in a wicked world, in a sin-filled world, and that's horrible and evil. And and that, that act, nobody's dismissing that act in no way, shape, form, or fashion. It, it, you can have forgiveness in your heart for the fact that... Uh, Uh, you're putting away that bitterness Uh, you know i say that person's sick they need help and i was going to let that go let that bitterness go i'm going to let that hate go uh you know and understand again it's not making light of that experience of what you went through but you can let that bitterness and that hate go is what i'm saying and you give that over to god let his let him fill your heart and mind with, with the love and the peace of God surpasses all understanding that can help overcome what you went through that trauma whether child or adult and uh, just get rid of that bitterness and get rid of that wrath that's what you're actually doing uh, not 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 condoning what happened to you because so I, I think a lot of Christians have a hard time with that and they have a misunderstanding of that so that's a, an entirely different situation there and hopefully I explain that in a way that's a little that's understandable. But for the most part, a lot of us, when a family member, a friend, co-worker, somebody stabs you in the back, see, that's why I didn't want to be in the ministry, because I've seen people stab my dad in the back time and time again. He'd be good as go to him, help him out, give him money uh, if they needed it, you know, not just, you know, he wasn't rich, you know, he wouldn't just, you know, add, oh, here's hundreds of dollars, uh, you know, for somebody who's really in need, you know, he tried to help him out as much as he could, and, and um and then turn right around and talk about him like a dog. And I, I never understood that. I've never understood that. And uh, so I didn't want to be part of the ministry. Cause I thought, man, if that's the way life is, who wants it? you know? But God had other plans. And despite my vain attempts to run and to uh, <laughs> to do anything but uh, uh, go into the pastorate, uh, the Lord had other plans and got my attention. But, uh, you know, it's just, that's just a sad thing, a part of life. There's people that's going to hurt you and abuse you. But here's the thing. God will never never leave you nor forsake you. God is always there. God's going to give you the love that you are desperately searching. See, a lot of times people look for love in other people. You know, that's one of the reasons you see a lot of people who have been married multiple times. They're in love with being in love. They they like that, that first uh, feeling and fleeting feelings of, of attention and emotion. But once that fades, they go on to somebody else. Uh, So that you're not going to find that unconditional love oftentimes in other people or things. Sometimes, you know, we, Randy likes to watch hoarders. And you watch these people, they're trying to fill a void because of, like I was talking about earlier, trauma in childhood. They're they're trying to fill something with with stuff and they feel secure with all this stuff uh, wrapped around them but that's not gonna save them, that's not gonna help them. The only thing that's gonna help us get through is Jesus Christ. God alone is what's gonna help us get through. To fill that void, to feel, to heal that pain, to help that hurt, to understand his forgiveness, to understand his love, his grace, his mercy, is the only thing that's going to help us to understand that true unconditional love that no one else can give in this world. To understand that security that only God can give is through Christ alone, his grace and his mercy. And as a result, when we're full of those things, then we should be able to give that to other people. So remember that as you're going out and about today. If there's somebody you've got hard feelings for or somebody you're struggling with, you don't necessarily have to, unless the Lord just really lays on your heart to approach that person. there's some people, the rift is so much that, you know, to approach them may cause more anger and pain than good. You know, you can still have forgiveness from afar. You don't necessarily have to approach somebody physically. Now, there's people, like, like I just said, I have because the Lord laid it on my heart to do so. And I didn't want to do it, but I made myself do it and glad I listened and did it. You know, it depends on the situation, you know, uh, but uh, but if it's somebody you can't approach, great. If it's not, you can still have forgiveness of your heart and let it go. You've done your part, you know, if the rest is on them. But don't withhold that forgiveness. It's easy to do, but don't want, you don't want to be like a wicked servant who's forgiven much, but he, but he couldn't forgive for little. We need to return that same forgiveness that God gives us each and every day. There's no cap on it. There's no um, certain amount of uh, forgiveness uh, that we give. It's odd infinitum. So it's it stinks. It ain't fun. Uh, you know, it is, uh, I've had people who hurt me over and over and over. And, you know, I'll be honest with you, sometimes I just think one well, thought in my hands, like, what's the point? You know, just let them go on. But you know what? That's not what God done to me. Praise God. He didn't say, hey, you know what? Just go on. What's the point? Why, why, why am I fooling with you? You know, all you do is sin and mess up. Praise God. He don't do that. But he forgives me and loves me. And that's what we got to do to those around us. It ain't easy. It ain't easy being cheesy, <laughs> but uh, you know what? we got to just give that to the Lord and, uh, and praise God for his glory and mercy and just do the best we can. So we'll just pray about it, give it to the Lord, and he will guide, lead, and direct you in your walk each and every day. So let us pray. And Father Lord, we just thank you, love you, and praise you. Lord, thank you so much for this wonderful day. Lord, help us to have a heart of forgiveness, to be tenderhearted, to forgiving, to be loving, as your word says in Ephesians 4.32. Help us, Lord, to demonstrate those qualities and demonstrate the qualities of the fruits of the Spirit each and every day. Lord, for someone watching this morning that doesn't know you, let them pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Lord, I do pray for this nation and its leaders that they'll come to know you before it's too late. Lord, I do want to lift up our sister in Christ, Verda Campbell, uh, Lord, I know that her and uh, uh, she's struggling right now. Her grandkids are going through a lot and having surgeries and seeing physicians. And Lord, I pray that you be with this family, and bring healing. Uh, Lord, I, I just want to pray for Ron Thompson, a dear brother in Christ, that's having shoulder surgery uh, uh, this Wednesday. That you guide the doctor's hands and everything go well with that. Lord, I just pray for that you be with Kim Penix and Wendy Lee and Ginger and Troy Hood and Linda David Feathers and Roger Winters and Larry and Donna Knight and Lord, so many others that I see on Facebook that are hurting or needing help or are going through a lot. Lord, uh, I just pray that you be with each and every need. Lord, be with us. Lead us, God, and protect us till we meet again. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, I appreciate all you guys and gals for watching this morning. It's always an honor and a pleasure. Uh, Don't forget, uh, you know, I always do this every morning, but I think sometimes people forget. Um, If you have any trouble watching on Facebook, always go to our website, whether it's it's or services sunday morning sunday night wednesday night go to the website if for whatever reason the website is you know sometimes we have technical difficulties if it's not working go to my facebook matthew aaron young go to that facebook because i'll try to stream live on my ipad or something so one way or the other you can find it okay so don't when i have people like are panicking i can't find it it's froze up it's not working just you know like i said just Go to go to the website or go to my Facebook. One way or the other, we'll, we'll get it out there. And then, um, if you haven't already, subscribe to the Dark Young Chronicles podcast on Apple iTunes, free of charge, and it's audio only. And you can list all the devotions as you're going out to, and about your day. Well, my friends, I hope everybody has a great day today, a fantabulous day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching, and God bless.